Welcome to the discussion, Government Modernization Unleashed, the Power of Data, sponsored by EY. Here's today's moderator, Jason Miller. Welcome to the discussion. My guests today are Steve Posnack, the Deputy National Coordinator for Health IT in the Office of the National Coordinator for Health IT in the Department of Health and Human Services, Dr. Ken Mandel, the Director of the Computational Health Informatics Program at Boston Children's Hospital, and Dan Gottlieb, the Technical Architect in the Computational Health Informatics Program also at Boston Children's Hospital. Everyone, thanks so much for taking the time. Let me set just a little bit of context for our discussion. In August, the Office of the National Coordinator for Health IT awarded two grants totaling about $2 million under something called the Leading Edge Acceleration Projects in Health IT, or LEAP for Health IT. It's a brand program. Uh, LEAP and Health IT awardees are seeking to create methods and tools to improve care delivery, advance research capabilities, address emerging challenges that inhibit the advancement of interoperable health IT. It's a lot, Steve. Uh, what are those awardees? Those Boston Children's Hospital, whose project, the Cumulus Q, is an open source platform for improving the fast healthcare interoperability resources or fire data quality access to the ecosystem. The idea here is to improve data management and use data to drive better and more accurate healthcare and health equity decisions across the board. So that's where we're going to start. Steve, lead us off Leap Health in Health IT. That is an amazing funding opportunity. Uh, tell us a little bit more about it. Yeah, great. Uh, thanks for the opportunity to be with you today, Jason. And uh, you already used some of the acronyms that we uh, pride ourselves in. So uh, I'll try to try to keep that steady. Uh, but, you know, the LEAP program overall is a little bit over five years old. Um, you know, as you mentioned, we've had a, another round of um, awards this year in uh, 2023. And, and really, you know, the healthcare field, especially in digital health, moves quickly and has a lot of innovation uh, that, that takes place. And so as uh, the latest technological advancements and breakthroughs get made, we start to run into certain chicken and egg situations where there may not necessarily be enough maturity in a certain area for wide scale industry adoption. And so we look at using LEAP as seed funding and early testing and prototyping and piloting for um, uh, different types of use cases within the, the digital health ecosystem. Uh, and so the, the LEAP program overall has over the past several years uh, provided funding that created scaled opportunities uh, for the industry to implement. And Boston Children's Hospital has been uh, a, a multiple award winner over the past several years. Um, you know, this one, as you mentioned, is focusing on uh, data quality, which is one of the two areas that we put out in this award cycle. The other was, again, as you mentioned, uh, you know, exploring the advanced use of the, the FIRE standard, fast healthcare and our resources and, and those capabilities. And there's another award made to uh, colleagues in uh, New York through the Western New York Clinical Information Exchange, otherwise referred to as HealthyLink. Um, but yeah, we're here to talk about the, the BCH, uh, award today, and I will uh, turn it back over to you. Thanks. Evan. And I think one of the keys here is we've seen such a huge change in the health IT world. And, and over the past few years, the, one of the big changes has been the focus on data and it's always been about the data, but early on, and I remember the days when, uh, George W. Bush, the, the president talked about health IT by whatever the date was, 20, 2009 or something like that. And we all kind of smiled knowing that that's a you know, electronic health record's great. But really, what we've seen is really about the data. Is that the biggest change you've seen over the last four or five years? And that's why the Leap in Health IT has been such an important program. Yeah, absolutely. So the, the date, to, to give you the, uh, the, uh, the, uh, the timeline there, um, you know, President Bush originally set a date for electronic health record adoption by 2014. Um, the uh, sprinkled in that, you had the High Tech Act of 2009. So that was right at the beginning of uh, President Obama's term, large investment in electronic health record technology. Uh, for the listeners that may be familiar with the quote-unquote meaningful use programs, those are the, the EHR adopted incentive programs that the Center for Medicare and Medicaid uh, led for all of you know, the last decade uh, and, and continue through, through this time now. 
And so we, we find ourselves in a great position where that investment has really paid off. We have almost all hospitals across the United States have electronic health records. Uh, greater than 80% of ambulatory providers also have electronic health records. If you have this vast array of digital data now that are available at systems, now, you know, it's part of the LEAP initiative as well. It's trying to make the most out of uh, the digital data in those systems and also identifying where there may be quality or completeness issues. Steve, I appreciate that background. I forgot it was 2014. I always think it was much sooner than we realized, but you're right. Uh, I, I, uh, I, was, I jumped my dates there a little bit. Well, let's talk about the most recent awards, and that's when I want to bring in uh, Dr. Mandel from uh, Austin Children's Hospital. Uh, Ken, talk a little bit about what you all are doing, the QLS, uh, Q program, and, and, and how Leap IT, Leap Health and Health IT is helping you all really push towards, a, if you will, better data, better health equity data. Uh, thanks, Jason. Let, let me uh, talk about how we have used some Leap Awards to go from one stepping stone to the next and get us quickly up to the current moment. So our first Leap Award um, took advantage of um, an application programming interface that ONC had asked us to design called the um, Smart HL7 Bulk Fire Access API. And what is that? That gives a uh, hospital system or an office practice population level access to the electronic health record data exported in a push button fashion across an API. Um, though that capability is not built in to electronic medical records under normal circumstances. And the vision was to have this be a public API, the same version uh, of the API, the same technology and data coming out in the same format, which is FHIR, no matter what brand of EHR is being used and no matter where it's being used. We did some initial work to show how that technology could be used to monitor value in care, looking at data coming from the payment system. Um, CMS actually has implemented bulk fire on the payer side, um, as well as from the delivery system, the electronic health record data. And the work from that LEAP award was one of the um, uh, pieces of evidence that bulk fire was being used in the real world that helped um, Steve Posnack and team um, include bulk fire in the 2020 ONC 21st Cures Act rule, uh, 21st Century Cures Act rule. Um, the next sleep award um, recognized that that rule had just been finalized, um, but that it would be a couple of years before bulk fire was required in all EHRs. And that happened at the end of 2022. And that award proposed, and, uh, and then we uh, acted on creating something called Cumulus which is a listener so that you can listen at the bulk fire API and produce population uh, health data sets that include data coming across the API from uh, both clinical notes and structured data, and that we could share those data for multiple population use cases, um, including, for example, CDC biosurveillance. Um, can we instrument the healthcare system to be a biosurveillance data source. That was that was uh, LEAP 2. Uh, our third LEAP award, uh, which is the one today, is about knowing that it's a new technology. The data are being exposed in a standardized format, same format everywhere, FHIR, same set of data elements everywhere, the US core for data interoperability. Um, but we know that in any health IT project, in any data project, the data are not clean, 
and effective and complete and properly formed until there's a process to monitor it. And that's what the LEAP uh, award um, that just begun is about. How do we get a set of tools that we can deploy across the health system to monitor the quality of this incredibly important data source, bulk fire, as well as um, the smart on fire interface and other, uh, uh, and, and other um, successor uh, interfaces that come along as well. First of all, obviously, congratulations to you and your team at Boston Children's Hospital for three LEAP awards. Uh, and it seems like the, the progress that's being made is, is, is incredible to, to really create the interoperability to make sure data can be shared. All this piece of this is, is really aimed at not just driving better decisions, but also ensuring health equity. And that's where I kind of want to take the conversation. And I can open up to anyone on, 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 the, on the panel here. Why is this leap in health IT or the projects that come from it so important to, to help to really drive some goals around health equity? Yeah, Sarah, I can jump in. It's a deep. Um, you know, the part of OMC is overall work in interoperability. And you have to remember, you know, part of the Department of Health and Human Services. And so as we look at the convergence opportunities now that involve, um, you know, individuals seeking care, it's not just care that they're getting in an acute care setting, you know, going to the doc, going to the hospital. They're also getting care in their community and engaging in, in services that are out there as well. And so as we look at the data that's available, both on the clinical side, but also in the community side, on the human services side, there's a lot of opportunity to, um, you know, create new ways to um, improve care models. And, you know, earlier this year, ONC released a uh, social determinants of health information exchange toolkit, which has some practical on the ground resources uh, for stakeholders in the health IT community and, you know, give some implementation guidance among the other factors to keep in mind. And so um, this is part of a larger, you know, umbrella of a of, of set of approaches in which the, the LEAP project fits from an HHS perspective. I can, I can add one uh, aspect to that that I think is important, and that is that Today, to get data out of electronic health records and to map it into a usable format where it can be shared and combined with data, let's say, from other sites of care, that could be for quality metrics, for example, um, or it could be for biosurveillance or it could be for research, um, requires um, teams of individuals. And I can tell you, having been involved in many of these projects, that the mapping uh, portion of that, when, when you have to map it into a common format, is not a widely available skill set, and what that means is that in federally funded and other uh, networks and projects where data are needed, only the most advanced uh, medical centers can participate. So, from an equity perspective, and think about this from the perspective of um, artificial intelligence and the algorithms that need to be designed and need to be fair, um, we need data from the whole health system out to the edges. And by having a regulated uh, interface um, that uh, enables a federally qualified health center to participate just as easily as a, uh, as a Mayo Clinic um, will improve the, um, uh, the diversity of the data that trains the algorithms and they will be, uh, they will be uh, more fair. Um, so AI is, I think, the, uh, is, the, is the example of the day. Um, and, uh, but it's really just one of many, it's really just a, an example and a class of examples. Yeah. And I mean, building on that and kind of what Steve mentioned as well, um, I think one of the, the really, um, exciting things about, um, uh, having, uh, certified interfaces and EHRs, um, that the ONC is kind of regulating, um, 
means that any improvements we make to the data quality at, at any institution flows into improvements at, at multiple institutions. So since these interfaces aren't being developed as one-offs and are part of kind of the core software, um, as we figure out uh, kind of where there are elements we want to improve in the um, in the data quality coming out uh, through things like this is the sleep award, um, we'll be able to apply that to some of the sites Ken mentioned, some of the smaller sites that might not have the resources to do this work on their own. So it's both kind of getting the interfaces um, into multiple sites without requiring a dedicated data team, and then being able to kind of lift all the boats together as we improve the quality through through the uh, Cumulus uh, QLeap award. And Dan, let me just follow up with you on that one bit here. The goal here is, is because hospitals and physician offices are collecting all this data, the idea is that they all could use a different taxonomy or, or they could use kind of a different way to describe something. Does FHIR and does the API and does all the work you've been doing trying to help standardize that or bring it to a, a way that is easily creates uh, structured data? Uh, yeah, that's that's exactly it, and and it's really um, been a, a huge amount of work by by the entire industry uh, with a lot of leadership from the ONC to really um, take these concepts, which are as you said, done in different taxonomies and different ways at healthcare sites, and create a common format for them um, that that uh, kind of goes down to the level of terminology systems to say we're all going to refer to this using the same uh, same nomenclature for this particular uh, clinical term. And so the ONC has, has done that through um, the U.S. Core Dataset for Interoperability, um, which is a, a standard that, that they've been maintaining and advancing uh, with, with community input. And then the um, community has also uh, kind of as a collaboration of electronic health record system vendors um, worked together to figure out how to represent those concepts in FHIR in a standard way through um, uh, something called the U.S. Core Implementation Guide. And so those pieces kind of put together with the standardized FHIR interfaces that Ken mentioned um, kind of enable this, this, this data uh, to, be, to be output in, in a way that, that's actually really useful for, for use cases like you know, research, data exchange, um, clinical quality assessment, things like that. Thanks, Dan. I appreciate that explanation. I think that uh, helps to understand why this is so important. And on that note, we're going to take a quick break. We come back, we'll continue to talk about some of the challenges and opportunities ahead. I guess they are Steve Posnick, Deputy National Coordinator of Health IT in the Office of the National Coordinator for Health IT in HHS, Dr. Ken Mandel, the Director of the Computational Health Informatics Program at Boston's Children's Hospital and a professor at Harvard University, and Dan Gottlieb, a Technical Architect in the Computational Health Informatics Program also at Boston Children's Hospital. I'm Jason Miller, and you're listening to the discussion, Government Modernization Unleashed, the Power of Data, sponsored by EUI on Federal News Network. Government agencies face pressure to modernize programs and optimize operations. With EY, you can unleash the power of progress and move from strategy to execution. We are at the forefront of shaping how the government responds to complex challenges, providing technology-enabled solutions to help you transform at the federal, state, and local levels. Together, we are building a stronger country for the people. Learn more at ey.com govmod. Welcome back. You're listening to the discussion, Government Modernization Unleashed, the Power of Data, sponsored by EY on Federal News Network. I'm your host, Jason Miller. My guest there is Steve Posnack, the Deputy National Coordinator for Health IT in the Office of the National Coordinator for Health IT in the Department of Health and Human Services, Dr. Ken Mandel, the Director of the Computational Health Informatics Program at Boston Children's Hospital and a professor, and a professor at Harvard University. Dr. Ken Mandel, 
the Director of Computational Health Informatics Program at Boston Children's Hospital and a professor at Harvard University, and Dan Gottlieb, a technical architect in the Computational Health Informatics Program, also at Boston Children's Hospital. We talked a lot about the program that uh, Boston Children's Hospital won through the LEAP in Health IT. Uh, let me go back to Ken, talk a little bit about that project, a little bit of how to support the goals of using data to meet health equity and, and, and more broadly. Well, you know, to um, to address the issue of health equity, um, we need to actually collect not only data from the full spectrum of healthcare sites, but for example, we need to understand um, the demographics of the patients that are being treated. That's an example of uh, data that are required um, to be um, made uh, accessible through the uh, FHIR APIs that are um, uh, under regulation uh, uh, have to be supported in all certified health IT. Um, but that doesn't mean that they're going to be there. Um, the uh, requirement that the data elements be supported um, is somewhat separate from the requirements of the data elements be collected, correctly mapped, and um, then uh, and then made available uh, in, in, a, in a standardized high quality format. So as step one, uh, we need to understand the, um, uh, the, the availability of those data elements across the healthcare ecosystem. There's no process to do that now. And we want to design a process that not only works for this award, but they can uh, generate tools, excuse me, tools that can be used widely um, to help with this effort. If we don't know that the data coming out are good or not good, then there's no feedback to the health systems on what they need to collect. If in addition to measuring the quality and availability of these data, we actually put a demand signal and have federal programs that require that those data elements be reported for payment or participation in other programs, now we've got a sort of a, a nice ecosystem and a, and a potentially virtuous cycle whereby the health systems are motivated to collect and make these data available. We can tell them if they're doing a good job they can fix it where they're not, and we can have a widely available uh, set of tools in the ecosystem and the right data that we need. And health equity is a great example of that, where it's very widely known that we don't have the data in the healthcare system today that we need to monitor um, these issues. Also, we need benchmarks for how uh, to measure uh, 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 fire data quality and, and agreement. Um, and um, uh, and we need, uh, hopefully, this ecosystem of data quality measurement to be in the realm we, uh, that we like to operate in, which is the open source, freely licensed tools, um, where the competition uh, and the free market of, of American innovation happens on top of an interoperable ecosystem, and that the interoperable ecosystem itself is not necessarily um, the source, uh, it's not necessarily uh, uh, auctioned off on a free market. So this is really designed to to, to support um, a free market of innovation on top. Um, but our approach, um, and we think the requirements here, are that um, these toolkits be um, just accessible as a part of um, uh, the national uh, infrastructure. I'll turn that over to Dan to give us uh, an idea now of how we're going to tackle that in this LEAP award. Yeah, so uh, talking about some of these challenges around assessing kind of what data is available on fire and how we might want to improve it iteratively over time, 
um, we kind of came up with uh, four four steps uh, to, to uh, working towards um, solutions in this problem. Um, the first is, um, you know, looking at working with um, a, a group, a broad group of stakeholders, including uh, folks who are running health information networks, public health agencies, um, healthcare IT delivery, healthcare delivery organizations, healthcare IT developers, um, health insurers. So, so people from kind of throughout the industry and kind of sitting down together and trying to come up with a standard set of metrics for how we would assess um, the, the quality of the data and the, and the quality and availability of the data coming out of these spider interfaces. Um, again, the idea is really to develop a standard set of metrics that could then be applied at multiple sites and can be applied over time as systems get upgraded and change so that we can be uh, confident that as we pull data into research or use data for data exchange, um, that the data is going to accurately represent what, what, what's needed and include the information that's needed. So we want to come up with a standard set of metrics. And then one of the things that the Boston Children's team is going to do is try to materialize these metrics into, as Ken mentioned, open source software. So really make this freely available and as, as nicely packaged as possible. It's always a challenge and it's the only software, but we're going to, we're going to do our best there. Um, so that folks at, at kind of multiple institutions throughout the healthcare system can easily apply these metrics to the data that, that that's coming out of their um, clinical system and potentially payment systems. Um, and then we're going to test out the software. So we have a, a couple partner healthcare institutions and we're going to try it and see um, how it works in real world sites, of course, iteratively improving the software as they run into issues. Um, and then um, doing some root cause analysis as we find these data issues so that we can improve as many of them as the source. So if there are improvements in the systems, improvements in some of the terminologies that we're using, and we really want to apply those back to the core system so that um, they're kind of remediated everywhere those systems are installed. Um, and then um, potentially kind of depending on um, uh, time in the grant, we'd also like to, to pull in other institutions um, into testing the software and be able to kind of have them participate in the iterative development process. So. Um, a lot of work, but it's, I think, pretty, uh, pretty exciting, um, important area to, to move forward. And, and Dan and, and Ken, this is being done over a two-year period, because I think LEAP awards are, are a kind of a two-year prototype test. Uh, we're just a few months in, so I know there's plenty ahead of you. What's the timeline look like? Uh, things that I imagine are being done in parallel, meaning you're going to you're meeting with stakeholders, you're coming up with the metrics, but at the same time, you're thinking about how to test it and how to make it open source, or, or is it more of a linear approach to, to this effort? Yeah, so I, I think it, it is that iterative approach. So we've, we've already started meeting. We have actually a two stakeholder panels. Uh, we have a stakeholder panel where kind of folks are at the industry, and then we also have a technical expert panel that's helping us um, kind of decide on the right um, uh, right technology and technical implementations of, of some of these approaches. And we've already met with the technical expert panel. We have a stakeholder panel meeting coming up soon. Um, so we've already started kind of pulling in that information at the same time, our software developers have started um, doing some prototyping, uh, and uh, we're hoping to uh, we've been uh, kind of talking with some of the um, partner institutions that are going to test out the software to get them up and running. So, as you said, it's kind of a uh, iterative process of doing a lot of things in parallel um, and and improving kind of the software based on the testing, improving the metrics based on what we learned from the software, improving software based on what we learned from our panels. So it's kind of happening in, in this kind of continuous cycle over the two-year period. Steve, let me pull you back into the discussion a little bit. What, what Boston Children's Hospital is going through, I'm sure, is a fairly uh, typical approach that you're looking at through all these LEAP awards, LEAP and Health IT awards. Talk a little bit about what comes next as these awards have kind of come through the uh, process over the few-year period. What, how do you and, at ONC use the, what comes from them 
or how do you take what comes from it and apply more broadly across the the, the niche? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, you know, as I mentioned at the beginning, the, the Leap in Health IT, um, you know, program overall is to look at early stage investments that we can make to help accelerate, as the name suggests, um, you know, different work in areas and look to scale. And so the work that Boston Children's Hospital is doing today is, you know, something at the end of these two years, hopefully we'll look at the um, the iterative learning that Dan is, uh, you know, conveying and the software that they've been able to develop to just say, um, you know, can we scale this nationwide? Is this something that's adoptable across you know, the healthcare ecosystem. And we've seen that, you know, across, uh, through some of the different lead projects where the um, either reports, and each one is different, you know, it emphasizes well, everyone takes their own journey in terms of how they propose to address certain, um, you know, programmatic challenges that we've raised through the lead program. And um, if some of them have final reports that then lead to policy changes and other types of considerations at a federal level, uh, some of them are back out to the industry to say, Hey, we were able to get, you know, so far, but we think there's more work that needs to be done in this particular technical area. And we're, we help bring that into the standard development organizations to, you know, turn the crank again in terms of uh, new technical advances that need to be made as well. Steve, we got, got about a few minutes left before I let you go. I just wanted you to expand the discussion just a little bit. This idea of health equity data is not just through this one grant program. This is a really major focus for the Biden administration, for ONC, for HHS. Talk a little bit about how you're measuring the progress and impact of, of ensuring that there is health equity and using data to do that. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, health equity is an all hands on deck uh, experience. Um, you know, it's something that is going to take, uh, you know, time to uh, go through. And this is across the board. You know, so as we look at alternative payment models, different types of payment policy with value based care, the different types of quality measurements that we want to do, different population health, um, public health related responses. You know, it can really range into the, the across the spectrum of a lot of different policies, as you mentioned, uh, for the administration. Uh, for us at OSD, that has more of a digital health focus. Uh, we take in what we call a health equity by design, you know, kind of principled approach that as we start on new projects, as we start on initiatives, as we work on policy, we're always looking at it from a perspective of, you know, what type of impact is this going to have on health equity? Uh, what can we do to help advance uh, health equity related objectives and goals? And so, you know, if you look at different ways to um, measure and assess health equity, one of the things that we included in that toolkit that I mentioned, you know, there are certain areas around process measurement, further changes and, and individual level impact. There are certain changes around utilization measurement uh, that we can do, quality, as I mentioned before, and then financial impact as well. And so, you know, there's a variety of different impacts that people experience on a day-to-day -day basis. And, you know, Ken mentioned earlier, the, the system is, has, you know, the healthcare system as a whole has, Tremendous variation in terms of the type of data they collect, uh, with the ways in which they get they use it, and the ways in which they apply it to improve care. So as we look at you know the next few years, um, you know this project that we have through LEAP, among many other initiatives that we work in collaboration with both our, our state and federal partners, uh, will help advance a lot of these different measurement areas. Gentlemen, I've very much enjoyed our conversation. Unfortunately, we are out of time for today. I think we could talk about it much, much longer. This is just a, a topic rich with uh, important information. Let me thank my guest, Steve Posnick, is the Deputy National Coordinator for Health IT in the Office of the National Coordinator for Health IT in the Department of Health and Human Services. Dr. Ken Mandel is the Director of Computational Health Informatics Program at Boston Children's Hospital and a professor at Harvard University. And Dan Gottlieb is a technical architect in the Computational Health Informatics Program, also at Boston Children's Hospital. Gentlemen, thank you so much for taking the time to join me today. Been a pleasure, Dan. I'm Jason Miller, and you've been listening to the discussion, Government Modernization Unleashed, The Power of Data, sponsored by EY on Federal News Network. 
For more on this discussion, visit federalnewsnetwork.com and search EY. Thank you for listening to the discussion, Government Modernization Unleashed, The Power of Data, sponsored by EY on Federal News Network.